Well, hey there. Welcome to the Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, Jan L. Burt, your fellow Jesus follower who very much wants to grow in my prayer life and encourage others in their prayer lives too. Here on the Prayer Podcast, we learn what the Bible has to say about prayer, and then we apply it by actually praying. It's my privilege to join you on this prayer journey. Now, let's get to praying. Well, hey there. Hello to you today. Welcome back to the Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, Jan Elbert. Super grateful you're here today. And I certainly hope that you had a blessed Thanksgiving. What a great time to enjoy time with family and loved ones and to rejoice in the great gifts that the Lord God Most High has given us. He has given us so much, has he not? I am thankful and I hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. All right, today I'm going to be looking at the book of Ezra. I talked about Ezra on the Burt Not Ernie Show podcast this week, and uh, there's a prayer in chapter eight of Ezra that is, uh, the whole prayer isn't exactly dictated to us the way we sometimes find in passages of the Bible, but prayer is mentioned, um, not specifically with the word prayer, but you'll see what I mean when I read it. Um, So just to kind of set the tone for this part of the Bible, the Babylonian captivity was kind of wrapping up. It was time for Ezra to go back to Israel and to uh, teach the people from the word of God. And so he did that. And now we have him, um, there are a list of people, in chapter eight, a list of people who went with Ezra. And then Ezra sends for the Levites because they're going to have a really important task in this um, kind of rebuilding season of Israel's history. And I'm going to jump to verse 21. I'm going to read a little bit out of chapter 8. And I'm in the Amplified today. And then I just want to speak a blessing over you based on this chapter. Verse 21 and continuing. Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river Ahava so that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from him a safe journey for us, our children, and all our possessions. For I was ashamed to request troops and horsemen from the king to protect us from the enemy along the way, because we had told the king, the hand of our God is favorable toward all those who seek him, but his power and his anger are against all those who abandon or turn away from him. So we fasted and sought help from our God concerning this matter, and he heard our plea. And that was verses 21, 22, and 23. So, um, He doesn't use the exact word prayer, but we know that he was praying. And isn't it beautiful? He tells us why. Because he'd already said these things about God, which were so true. But you know what? It was still going to be a dangerous journey. And so I got to tell you, it takes some humility. It takes a boldness to represent God to somebody who does not love him, know him, honor him, and serve him and say, oh, we we don't need the world's help. We don't need your help because we've got God. And this is who he is, and this is how things roll with him, and this is it. That's verse 22 in the the totally horribly paraphrased version, but you get what I'm saying. I'm totally just trying to paint a picture for you that is totally not verbatim. Okay, so what did he do then? He prayed. He humbled himself and prayed. Because he had said this, it didn't stop him from praying to have it come to pass. Just because you know something is 100% true about God and you can share it with other people and you can absolutely, like, I mean, you're spot on with it. You know it's the truth. You know it's biblically sound. This is 
this is how it is and it cannot be otherwise, you actually can, in humility and reverence and true worship, bend the knee and pray and say, God, would you do that which your word says you'll do? I'm asking you humbly to make me not dependent on the world and the world systems in this instance. I'm asking you to do what your word says you'll do. You'll get all the glory, none for the world and certainly none for me, all to you. Again, paraphrasing what Ezra's prayer was like, but they joined together with fasting. That's a commitment to really wanting to honor the Lord. You're giving something up. And every time you have that twang of that thing that you're missing with them, it would have been likely food. Like I'm assuming it was a food and possibly water fast, uh, liquid fast. Listen, here's the thing. It reminds you of what you are fasting from. And that should be the moment that you go to the Lord in that exact moment. They needed help. They fasted and sought his help concerning this matter. And he heard their plea. I think that's a beautiful picture of proclaiming out of our mouth what we believe about God based on the word of God, not based out of something we pull out of thin air, not based on what we want God to do for us, but who God is in his word and what he does based on who he is. The two cannot be separated. And then we're willing to pray and say, Lord, would you just be honored in this? And would you do what only you can do, what you have said you'll do for your purposes in your kingdom and for your people who bear your name? And I believe he hears that kind of prayer and he answers it. I just want to speak over you a blessing today that is loosely based on what we find here in the book of Ezra. Lord, for each one listening today, would you put your hand on them, the good hand of the Lord, on them and on their life in a way that reveals to them your great love and compassion and care for them and also reminds them of your holiness, your goodness, your loving kindness. May they be humbled as they enter your presence and may they be able to leave your presence ending their time of prayer, renewed and refreshed, encouraged, maybe mobilized for whatever it is that you're calling them to do. That's a hard thing, protected and strengthened, but fully willing to come back to you again and again and again, because that's what a relationship with you is. It isn't a one-off. It isn't a moment spent at the altar. And then we never engage with you again. Lord, it's not that. May it, be, may it never be so. For us, may we just be so close to you, equally yoked with you, Lord, so that we walk with you step by step, keeping pace with you, dependent on you, literally, for every breath and every heartbeat. We already are. We just don't acknowledge it or really realize it. We're already that dependent on you. We do not get one breath or one heartbeat without you. So, Lord, keep us in a state of awe and worship and adoration and returning again and again and again to you daily, multiple times daily, because you're worth it. Equip them for the task at hand. Equip them for what's coming in the future. May they boldly proclaim who you are to a world that is, is in many cases, looking for you without even knowing what they're looking for. Lord, there are people who are trying to fill the hole in their heart and the emptiness in their life with so many things. Would you show them? that you are what they're really looking for, reveal yourself to them. Lord, we know that not everyone will bend the knee and come to you for salvation, but for everyone that will, would you draw them? And would you do a work? And would you save them? Would you rescue them? Would you be 
their Savior, because that's who you are, and we thank you and praise you for it. And for those of us who do know you and who are walking with you, help us to walk even more closely with you, moment by moment, day by day, in utter sold-out dependence on you. And also, may we be willing to do the things that Ezra did. By that, I mean, when you call us to go, will we go? When you tell us to stay, may we stay. When you say, this way, that way, may we just listen and obey. Prepare us and equip us. Make us fit to point to you. Help what we read in the Word of God, what we study in the Word of God, to change us in ways that people, a watching world, can see. All for your glory, that they might be drawn to you. Humble us when we need it, Lord, so that all the glory goes to you. Keep us in a position of worship at your feet, even while allowing us to be bold as we enter your throne room of grace in prayer. Thank you that we can be both, that we can live in boldness and humility at the same time, but only by the power of your Holy Spirit. I ask a special blessing on each one listening today. Whatever they need most, may they be brave enough to talk to you about it, to ask you for it, and to maybe even uh, bring before you some of your attributes that would help them to be brave in their praying and confident as they go forward in their life into those hard places and hard things because they trust you, because they trust you. May our love for you abound even more and may we be willing to be recipients with open hands receiving from you all that you have for us. Not one good thing that you have for us, Lord. Not one good thing that you have for the one listening today. Not one little bit of it, Lord, I ask none of it would be missed or failed to grasp or forgotten or set aside, but would be received and that you would get all the honor and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Alrighty, my friends, it's a shorter episode today. I went a little long on my other podcast and a little short on this one, but I do want to tell you a couple of things that are coming up in the near future. Um, starting next week on the prayer podcast, we're going to jump into a series on the book of James. James is a book that will change your life if you let it. And that's the only way that it won't change your life is if you don't let it. So we're going to go through the book of James chapter by chapter and pray our way through it. And uh, I'm expecting life change. I'm expecting that I will be changed and I will be more conformed to the image of Christ, that I will be more sanctified as a result of studying this book to be able to share with you here on the podcast. And I expect that you're going to be changed as well. So I'm not sure how long that series will last, however long it takes to work through the book of James. Share about it with your friends if you don't mind, uh, because James is powerful. James is life-changing. The Word of God still changes lives. Prayer still changes lives. I want your life to be changed by the Word of God and by prayer to the one true God, the God who hears, the God who answers, the God who loves us so much, so much that he made a way for us to live in eternity with him. How much more will he also not along with the son that he gave for us, give us all things. So I want you to be changed and I want you to share about it with other people whose lives can be changed because God's word is life changing. Let's be about being in the word and being in prayer for life change. And the other thing I want to mention is that in the new year, I am going to, um, kind of be ramping things up again in my private Facebook group. It's a prayer group. We're going to go through the Psalms, starting in Psalm 1, all the way through Psalm 150, however long it takes. We're just going to talk about the Psalms, and we're going to pray based on what we read in the Psalms, and I would love to have you join me. 
I will be sharing the link in the show notes for this, this episode uh, that's directly to that group. It's like, it's a private group because prayer requests are confidential. That's why it's private. I would love to have you join me there and invite friends. Um, again, that's not kicking off until the new year, January, 2024, because you know, the December, it is what it is coming up here, almost December. But if you join now, you can, there's a pin post at the top of the page that has video lessons from uh, video sessions, not really lessons from all of the prayer retreats that have happened in that group. And so um, they're in order on the pin post. You can just watch them randomly. You can listen to them. A lot of people I know in that group have done that. They listen to them like on their commute to and from work. You don't have to like sit down and watch a video. You can have an earbud in and uh, be doing the dishes and decorating for Christmas and wrapping presents and still have one earbud out so you can hear when the kids need you. But you are welcome to join that group. You can invite friends. Uh, but again, just to let you, just to reiterate one more time, we're not really kicking off the new study in Psalms until the new year. So if you join the group and go, wow, there's not a lot going on in here, there will be. In the meantime, just feel free to go ahead and watch the video content that's there or listen to it. So, okay. All right. That is it for today. I will share that link. Join me back here for James next week. Lord bless you. May you walk in the highest favor of the Lord who loves you today and every day. See you next time. Bye-bye. much for joining me today on the prayer podcast it's a blessing to read what the bible says about prayer and then to be able to pray with you remember to always pray and never give up see you back here next time